We already know that there are entire oceanic reservoirs of water underground. There is also a giant subterranean underwater network of caverns that could act like a funneling mechanism for water transmission through a sponge-like matrix of interlocking tunnels that expand and contract during plate tectonics. In other words, the Earth may be more like an air-pocketed sponge-like honeycomb that periodically exchanges matter with the surface world in response to fluctuations in electromagnetism and gravity. Rather than how the Earth is usually depicted underground, as a uniform decline of solid or liquid layers that alter in composition as you increase in depth. In fact, we're finding that the molten iron core is actually not uniform at all. It is highly lopsided. However, it is also important to remember that the layered and honeycomb or sponge-like models of the Earth are not necessarily mutually exclusive. The Earth, for example, could be sponge-like with a layered quantization of various states of matter, including perhaps even plasma. The reason why a sponge-like honeycomb structure is so relevant is because it suggests that an entire air-pocketed ecosystem may be able to thrive deep beneath the surface. Imagine finding complex forms of life we didn't even know existed on our own planet. Or how about transforming an air pocket for human inhabitation? We already know that some microscopic life forms can feed off of the irradiating heat from a geothermal vent. That is why they have begun hypothesizing the existence of extraterrestrial life beneath the ice sheet of watery moons such as Europa and Enceladus. They justify that claim by reasoning that if there is indeed a wide-spanning ocean deep beneath the icy surface, then there may also be geothermal ventilation that could support organic life forms. In this scenario, you might have an ecosystem that has primarily evolved shielded from a vast majority of electromagnetic radiation. The same could be said for the underground caverns of water and air within the Earth. Organisms that have evolved primarily underground may even end up outlasting forms of organic life on the surface. Remember how the outside of Earth has to contend with the entire solar system and galaxy at large. Whether it be an asteroid impact, coronal mass ejection, galactic cosmic radiation, or perhaps even extraterrestrial intervention. It stands to reason that an organism evolving underground would have the added benefit of remaining shielded from most of the natural catastrophes that occur on the surface. However, an underground air pocket would not be invulnerable. It may be at risk of collapsing, shaking, or flooding from the underground earthquake activity associated with plate tectonics. It is interesting to note how often people mention how space exploration might lead to colonization, but rarely acknowledge the Earth as a potential candidate for future exploration and settlement. It is much closer to home after all, and you do not have to travel hundreds of thousands of miles. There are plenty of advantages that may arise from discovering ecosystems underground that you might not even expect. If there is a new form of plant life, for example, we might be able to create new medicine from its constituent organic compounds. Look at it this way. We've already discovered the existence of microscopic life forms very deep beneath the surface of the earth. Furthermore, we know that some plants can feed off of rock. The point being that primordial life forms such as these may have acted as a catalyst for the evolution of even more complex forms of life that have yet to be discovered. 
The reason why that is relevant to humanity at large is that if life can survive underground, we may be able to as well. The air pockets within the interlocking cave system likely reconnect with underground aquifers at certain points along their progression. Perhaps an area such as this would be a good place for a colony. With that being said, if you had a large enough air pocket underground with a completely different atmospheric composition than there is on the surface world, any form of life you might find there could be indiscernible in their alien-like nature from an extraterrestrial form of life. For example, organic life on Titan, a moon of Saturn, might have to swim about in a lake of methane and breathe ammonia because it is so far away from the sun that the methane liquefies and the water freezes. The same could be said for an isolated air pocket that has a different average temperature and or elemental composition in the surface world. In fact, that is the actual science of space colonization. We create a sealed structure that has a composition, humidity, pressure, and temperature that is similar to Earth. So why couldn't this also happen underground? It is interesting to note how scientists are now declaring that organic life throughout the solar system may have been able to survive easier underground beneath the surface of a planet, such as within the network of lava tubes on the Moon and Mars. That is good news for the existence of extraterrestrial life and the future of space colonization. However, beyond that, it also means that it is far more likely that life could exist within a network of underground tunnels here on Earth. The benefit to underground exploration and settlement is that it could simulate the required technological instrumentation for space colonization of lava tubes. It may also provide some much needed practice in handling forms of life that are analogous to extraterrestrial life and their alien-like nature. With that being said, let's consider the force of gravity. We know for example that there is a slight differential in the amount of gravitational force that is somehow related to plate tectonics. It may also be due to atmospheric perturbation from magnetic and crystalline outcroppings underground. The question being, could the same thing happen within an underground air pocket? If the area is surrounded by some kind of partially magnetized piezoelectric mineral substrate, is it possible that an underground air pocket might have a different gravitational field strength? In that case, the environment you witness may be almost indiscernible from an alien world. Another reason why we should further explore the underground cave system of planet Earth is that it could lead to an expansive area that is far easier to colonize in outer space. In other words, if you want to build a colony underground, the amount of variables that you have to contend with are far more limited. Find the right air pocket next to a subterranean water aquifer and you might just have to seal off a few areas and pump oxygen in. You can imagine perhaps an underground colony powered by geothermal energy. Furthermore, if organic life forms within that air pocket were similar enough to the surface world, you may even be able to rely on them for purposes of nourishment and medicine.